Storm Bowling Products. The Bowler's Company presents the Storm Collegiate Spotlight with Steve Klimkin and Tim Berg. Storm's Executive Director of Marketing and Above180.com's Tim Berg are going to introduce a variety of collegiate players, coaches, and key people involved in promoting the sport of bowling. Now, here's Coach K and Tim Berg. Joining us on the Storm Collegiate Spotlight podcast is Tyler Sosby. Tyler is a head bowling coach at the University of Northwestern Ohio. Tyler, it's Tim Berg and Coach K. Steve Klemkin here. Thanks for joining us today. Ah, thanks. Happy to be here. Tyler, why don't you begin by talking about the University of Northwestern Ohio. You guys are the racers. Talk about your program and where it's located and anything else you'd like to share with our listeners. Yeah, we're uh, we're in Lima, Ohio, which is uh, northwest Ohio. Um, our our college has been in existence since 1920. We're a private school um, with a student body of maybe 5,000. Um, a lot of small town feel. Um, the program itself is a, is in its tenth season now. Um, it was originally founded. Um, the head coach at the time was Todd Book, who helped start the program up, um, followed by uh, Brian Vanmeter who was here for five years, and then now myself. Cool. Todd Book, he's a heck of a bowler. I've known him for a number of years, and uh, he probably did uh, uh, a lot of good good work for at the early stages getting that program going, I'm assuming. Yeah, Todd's uh, actually a local guy. He's from a town called Wapakoneta, Ohio, just south of Lima. Um, he, he was the first coach they brought in to start the program, which it, it helped tremendously getting the student body there itself. Um, uh, and then another big draw with the school itself is we're a little different than your typical college. We have your, your normal college of business with your marketing and accounting and, and some small healthcare fields, but we are also the, uh, number one automotive school in the nation. Um, and what that means basically is we have, um, a high performance and a diesel program where kids, instead of going and getting a, a certificate of some sort, they can actually come here to a university, get the full university feel. And, and leave with a degree. We have students who work for NHRA and Monster Jam, and then, of course, obviously GM and Ford and Honda. And what do you, what do you look for when you are recruiting? What do you, what kind of, do you look for, a, some kind of spare shooting or kind of uh, you know, just all-around kind of bowling knowledge or ability to play different parts of the lane? Or what do you, you think is the most important when you're looking at recruiting? Uh, I, honestly, the first thing I look at is their demeanor and their character. Um, I, I want to see how how they act on and off the lanes, how they are with their parents, their coach, their teammates. Um, that's usually the first kind of sign of what I want to see, how they are as a person. Um, my team is, is built on, on chemistry and, and how we can co- – uh, you have so many different talents that come in and you're taking these, the best bowlers from these high school teams and trying to stuff them all on one. Um, and when they can coexist, that's when you make your great teams. Um, Recruiting-wise, obviously, yeah, you look at your – um, you, you, the guys that, that throw the ball very well and they're spare shooting and um, being the knowledge of the game with the kids nowadays, when I started this, um, kids didn't know a lot about equipment or ball motion because um, they really didn't have to worry about it in high school. But as time has progressed for me, I have to go recruit the tournament bowler, the kids like on the Storm Youth t- Tours and stuff like that um, because they come in, they know what their equipment has, they know how it's drilled, and they know what it's going to do when lanes transition. So you guys just finished up a practice not too long ago. What's a typical practice look like for your teams? Um, it depends on the day. We practice three days a week, followed with uh, two calisthenic days, and as well as study table hours throughout the week. Um, a typical practice could be as simple as classroom days and spare shooting, 
or um, we break pairs down into stations to work on certain um, forms or techniques or the, the breaking a pattern down for how to break a pattern down or it, we're just simply working on a pattern that we may be uh, seeing here in the future. That's a good, that's a good point. That's something that does come up a lot uh, in our sport. You talk about breaking a pattern down and as, as far as how lane conditions uh, transition and change, you know, throughout the block or even from, you know, game to game or frame to frame, what's your, your team's general philosophy on that? Uh, that it depends. Um, uh, with us, it's, we're, we're usually very good right, and we're usually very good really far left. Um, that, it's that in-between part where you catch that transition is where we seem to struggle at times. Um, and that's kind of where we've put a lot of focus on this year. We know we can play right with the best of them. Um, playing in the shim and left, we know we can play there just as well as we can play right. Um, a lot of our focus this year has just been on the transition itself. When kids, um, when they bull well in practice and they go through the first four or five frames, and then that carry down sets in, and then they start going light and the, just trying to understand that little movements or little changes will get you right where you need to be instead of overthinking or making a ball change. And where does urethane, what's your urethane philosophy and where does that fit into things for you guys? Uh, urethane has is, is come a long way. Back when, when, when I bowled, it was non-existent almost. This was back before um, the natural came out and really then that transitional period where the old days of urethane was gone and, and uh, particle balls were in at the time and, Mm-hmm. With your thing with us, it's very um, – it, it's right for everything. Anything under 37 feet, if we, if we can throw your thing, we're throwing your thing. Um, the pitch black's been a, uh, a sta- uh, just a staple in everybody's bag on my team. Um, we also have some kids still throwing some naturals and natural pearls. Um, but we, it, it's not uncommon to run into some of these tier ones where, uh, I mean, we're playing left with, with your thing or even somewhere in the shim with your thing. It's, it's just so versatile now. So there's a lot, you know, a lot that goes into equipment and technology and cover stock and all that stuff. Um, and, of course, strategy on playing lanes like we were just talking about from the extreme outside to the inside. But where do you put and what kind of an emphasis do you put on a mental game or, you know, strategy, that kind of the stuff that goes on between the ears? Um, as with, with mental game and, and like when we go into tournaments, um, I, I tell the kids the same thing. You know, it's in reality – if you look at the big picture of the tournament, um, it really it's it, it's just a high point throughout the year that you could win, and it, and it could be great. But in reality, everything leads to sectionals and leads to nationals, and that's where your your peak has to be. Um, so we try, I try not to put too much on the tournament itself. Um, there's no reason to overpsych yourself out of it or or uh, or just overthink it in general. Um, just go out, boil your game, and hope the pins fall the way they do. And then um, do you, how do you handle along those kind of those same lines with equipment and layouts? How much do you get involved in letting and, and teaching the kids and having them understand layouts and, and everything? Or is that something you do? I mean, probably on a case by case basis, but do you, how do you handle that with your team? Actually, that's the first thing we review. As soon as they come in, we go through and we, we have a big team meeting and we go through their current bags. And we kind of, I, I paint a picture for them based on this is what we're going to use throughout the year. How does your bag set up now to what we're looking for? Do you have that, that big rolling Sherlock or Crux Prime? Do you have that, that late day high road pearl in the bag? Um, do you have a, like a benchmark solid or a high road? Um, and then we go through everybody's bags. We find everybody's positive access points. And we, um, we make sure they know that so that when I'm throwing numbers at them, and the reason why we're throwing those numbers on those balls, they know if it, it, the reason why we're going 50 by 
by four by fifty. And what do you what do you see when you you look out there and you're you know you're seeing a lot of this young talent and you're looking at their equipment and you're looking at their skills and their you know levels of competition maybe where their where their current abilities at um, you know some of these conditions in in college bowling they're, they're pretty demanding you know they expose a lot of the the weaknesses in any kind of a player's games but you know what kind of advice do you have for some of these younger players who are trying to up their game or or maybe figure out a way maybe they bowl good on a house shop but they're having a hard time competing when the lanes do get more demanding like you often see in college um for even like with recruits like when we talk to sophomores and juniors and stuff and they're asking what they can do to get ready um obviously the obvious answer is hey make every spare you shoot and, and that's where you need, your focus needs to be um i would rather see i would also like to see the kids um unlike like i just talked about understand their equipment um and fill the holes don't buy a ball just because it's the latest and greatest hot thing and then get it and drill it just like something you already have and you're overlapping things in your bag. Um, having a, a kid that understands um, equipment itself on why you're using that ball, when you're using that ball. Um, each one of my players carries around a notebook to every single practice and every time we travel. They write down what we bowled on, how they played it, what the surface was, what the layout was, um, what the surface of the lane was. So they know when they come back, if we come back to that pattern, this is what I did before and I struggled, or this is what I did before and I had success. And then afterwards, they go through and make changes um, afterwards. They, they, they kind of recap how the day went with what they were doing and what they thought they could have done. So when they go back to that, they can reread what they just did. You know, you mentioned a notebook there. That was actually uh, one of the things. We had Kyle Troop out here recently. And uh, actually, he and Jesper have both uh, been going through that process of writing down uh, what they're thinking and what their strategies are and adjustments throughout the block. And as you're probably aware, Jesper just won a professional title there in Thailand uh, just last week. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a great thing to have in, in reality. We have, like I said, if the, and we try, try not to make it a punishment, but we every if you forget a notebook or you don't bring it to practice, um, we do laps after practice just because that's how important and vital that notebook is. You might as well have just left your shoes back at the dorm room. Um, you can really learn a lot, and I think that's the biggest thing is with these kids is just opening their minds up to more. It's more than just putting on shoes and knocking over pins. And along those same lines, I guess just as from a, I'm I'm curious what you hear from the kids and what their perspective is now that you're coaching regarding like Steve's mentioning the PBA tour. PBA tour is back. I mean, there was a time ten years ago when it was darn hard to, and not saying it's not easy, it's easy to make it on tour now, but where your events were so sporadic you didn't have a lot of time to bowl. Now you can bowl pretty much all year if you want, or there's a few breaks in there, but I'm curious as to how your kids view that and how you, how you approach that and, and some of the things you try to instill in them if they're, if they are thinking of trying their hand out there on tour. Um, actually we have uh, some of our recent graduates. If we, uh, uh, guys like uh, Chandler Stevens and Anthony Kennard, they have came out of our program and they've went on to win region, local regionals in the Northwest in this region here. I do believe Chandler uh, was actually a rookie of the year, I want to say, um, in that region. Um, so we, the guys that come in, they obviously, uh, with the trophies and whatnot, they, they kind of ask around who was here before, what they, what happened, what they do. and I mean, collegebowling.com, they see the stats, they see the names. Um, so it's, it's cool to see that. So they kind of just want to follow in those footsteps. And then, of course, they get to, like, at least – some, a lot of these guys are still local. So at league, they get to bump elbows with those guys and, and kind of pick their brains. It's, it's really exciting to see these freshmen come in and, and be able to talk to these the alumni and what they're doing now. And kind of, they kind of get to see it. 
And final question then I have for you, Tyler, is this is your, your team's sixth year with Storm. Talk about that relationship and how, how that is an a, even able to help with recruiting, help with equipment, help with being able to pick the, the folks out in Utah's brain when it comes to layouts or what you're looking at or what, what new equipment you might be looking for. Actually, uh, it's been a great run with, with Storm. It's, it really has. Uh, I was stuff that I've thrown all through high school and stuff that I threw through college, and um, now it's it's just only gotten better. I, I mean, I, I back in I thought the the, the, the thunderstruck solid was going to be the best thing ever, and it was. And then of course they come out with another one after that, and it's great. Um, recruiting wise, that's the, that's usually like one of the first questions kids ask. Um, do I have to throw? What do I got to throw? What are you guys throwing? Um, it's the excitement on their face when that when you oh we're th- we're storming Erdogan oh great I already got five or six of those I love that stuff and then of course they're like I love the Hydra that's the best ball ever and <laughs> you can't argue with them when they when they say that that is true it's hard to argue with the ball that's been around for ten years and going and uh, you know you mentioned the thunderstruck solid there boy you just took my brain back into some seminars from fifteen years ago that are get some great memories so. <laughs> Well, Coach Tyler Sosby, thank you so much for joining us today from the Storm Collegiate Spotlight Podcast. It was awesome chatting with you, and uh, we wish you all the best this season, and we will reach back out to you, touch base with you, and uh, see how the, see how the year's going. So thank you so much for your time. Absolutely. Thank you, guys.